This episode is brought to you by Chris Judd Tarot, where you can get a personalized tarot card reading for as little as $10. From a single card drawn just for you to a 10-card spread, complete with your destiny number, your life path number, your current year number, and answers to all of the questions you have for the cards, there's a tarot reading for every budget. Welcome back to another episode of It's Not Just Another Tarot Podcast. My name is Chris. I am your host. I'm coming to you live from the Hotel California, where you can never leave, which is why I'm stuck here. So today's card, it is July the 8th, 2022, and the card is the Eight of Pentacles Reversed. It's the eighth of the month. We drew the Eight of Pentacles It's all about the eights today. Eight is the number of abundance. It is connected to financial success and material wealth. Eight is goal-oriented and ambitious, easily assuming leadership positions through its natural magnetism. Eight widens its scope using big picture thinking, and it races up the ladder of success to reach unimaginable heights. It measures its life by the achievements it racks up. Eight has a good head for business, a powerful presence, and a strong will to succeed. Eight is also about balance, which you see in its symmetrical shape, both top to bottom and side to side. Eight is symmetrical. For every blessing eight receives, it puts another back out into the universe. When things in life are balanced, They feel sturdy, stable, supported, and controlled, which is the best environment for eight to go work in. Eight gets its balance because it's the cube of two. Two times two times two is eight. And it gets its sturdiness by being two fours. Four is all about stability and sturdiness and support. So the two fours that you add together to get an eight, bring that to the table. In the Chinese culture, eight is the luckiest number of them all. It's purposefully used to pick wedding days, birth dates, finances, and addresses. And people have been known to change their name to add more eights to their destiny number to attract more of the success that eight brings. Eight represents a high level of achievement that many people strive all their lives to try to reach. However, and I'm sure that you've never heard this phrase before, ever in your life, in any context whatsoever, with great power comes great responsibility. Eights can easily become workaholics. I bet you never heard that before. Eights can easily become workaholics and on bad days become extremely possessive and controlling. But its negative qualities can be diminished if it gives back to the community. By using its success to help those in need, eight recognizes that there's nothing more important and more valuable than being a part of the greater good. The suit of pentacles deals with the external or physical level of consciousness and mirror situations involving your health, your work, your finances, and your creativity. It has to do with what we make of our surroundings, 
how we create, shape, transform, and grow them. On a more intellectual level, pentacles are related to ego, self-esteem, and self-image. Pentacles are associated with the element earth, which is supremely tactile and tangible. You can go outside, there's earth everywhere. Anytime you step outside, you're on earth. It's there. Even if you're standing on a sidewalk, the sidewalk is on earth. Even if you're in your car on the road, the car is on the road is on the earth. It's everywhere. It creates the foundation from which everything grows and develops and supports and nurtures plants and trees. Earth is stable, grounded, supportive, and fertile. There's that grounded stability, the support, again, coming in from the four energy inside the eight. Eight, uh, no, earth. The pinnacles, earth, takes in nutrients and sunbeams and then uses that energy to sustain all the life that grows around it. Reminds me of another message from the wall that says they tried to bury us. They didn't realize we were seeds. I use the unicorn tarot deck written by Suzanne Starr and illustrated by Liz Hilton. I love this deck. I love unicorns. They are skinny rhinoceroses. And I have a great affinity with rhinoceroses because they are fat and ugly and have horns growing out of their heads. And so do I. So there we have it. My love for unicorns via rhinoceroses via the horn that is growing out of my head. In this deck, the Eight of Pentacles shows a woman in a green dress, the color of earth, painstakingly creating a pentacle while seven more hang on the yellow wall, signifying happiness, optimism, creativity, and enlightenment behind her. Her unicorn mare looks on, adding her spirituality to the work. The Eight of Pentacles reversed indicates that you may have lost interest in work and that you need to find new interests, new hobbies, or even a new job. It can also signify that your perfectionism or lack of motivation may be getting in the way of happiness. It's time to start working on personal development and self-improvement. Leave perfectionism behind so you can move forward toward your goals. Perfectionism is impossible to reach. Impossible to reach. There is no such thing as a perfect anything, unless it's a perfect exam example of why there are no perfect anythings. Nothing is perfect. No one is perfect. Perfect is an impossibility and you need to get it out of your fucking vocabulary already. Perfectionism is a form of fear. It's a form of procrastination, which is also a form of fear. Fear of failure, fear of success, fear of the unknown. Those are the big three fears that are behind perfectionism. You feel like if it isn't perfect, you're a failure. You're afraid that if it is perfect, you'll have success and expect to be perfect all the time now. Failure, success, um, and I just lost my train of thought, forgot what the third fear was. So we'll go with fear of not being enough, not being good enough, not being smart enough, not being um, impressive enough, not being flashy enough, 
not being erudite enough, not being educated enough, not being enough enough. So we'll go with that because I forgot what the original third one was because the horn growing out of my forehead distracted me. So you have to leave the perfectionism behind so that you can move forward towards your goals. Remember, any job worth doing is worth sucking at. And that getting stuck in analysis paralysis never gets you anywhere. I used to be the queen of analysis paralysis, which is another form of per perfectionism, which is another form of fear and fear serves no purpose in situations like this. It just gets in your way. And what's the worst thing that could happen? I was talking with my mentor, Sherry, about 20 years ago about, you know, fear of failure and fear of success. And she asked, okay, well, if you ask someone to do the thing that I was doing at the time, um, in, in, a, in another business a lifetime ago, um, she said, if you ask somebody to, to do this and they say, no, what's the worst thing that can happen? So I gamed out the whole thing. You know, the worst thing that can happen if they say no is that I won't make any money. And if I don't make any money, I can't pay my rent. And if I can't pay my rent, I'm going to have to live in my car. And if I have to live in my car, then I'm eventually going to have to sell the car. And then I'm going to be homeless and living on the streets and, and losing my mind. And I'm going to get locked up in an insane asylum involuntarily and stay there until I die. She said, okay, what if they say yes? What's the best thing that could happen? Well, if, if they say yes, then I make the money and I can pay my rent, but then I expect myself to keep being perfect and keep, being, keep getting yeses and um, then I'll get overwhelmed and I'll shut down and I won't make any money and I'll lose my apartment and I'll have to live in my car, but then I'll have to sell the car so I have food to eat and I'll be homeless and on the streets and losing my mind and I'll get locked up in an insane asylum for the rest of my life until I die. She said, well, if you're ending up in an insane asylum until you die anyway, you may as well do the damn thing you're afraid of. And I went, huh, that never fucking occurred to me. Fear of failure and fear of success, both leading to me being locked up in an insane asylum for the rest of my natural life. The fear just gets in the way. So you may as well say, fuck it, and go do the thing anyway. So take some time to reconnect with or figure out for in the first place what your why is, the reason that you're doing whatever it is you're doing, your why. Why am I doing this thing? So you can stop hemming and hawing about getting the perfect start and just start. You need to stop fixing to get ready, to get going, to get started, to get a move on and just like start. Amelia Earhart said, the most difficult part of any, any venture is the decision to start. The rest is merely tenacity. So just start. Remember, according to Al, and I'm probably going to murder his last name, um, Al Weiwei, I think is how you say that. 
Um, he says a small act is worth a million thoughts. So stop overthinking and take fucking action. Now, in addition to my daily tarot cards, I also pull an Oracle card every day from the Rebel deck, which is the Oracle with Attitude. The Rebel deck messages are quick, dirty, and direct. And the deck is rebellious, foul-mouthed, and raw, much like yours truly. So today's card says that project, that person, that idea is waiting. Get after that shit. The world has your back. Any job worth doing is worth sucking at. Getting stuck in fear never gets you anywhere. That project that you're afraid of doing, that person that you're afraid of talking to, that idea that you're terrified to act on, get after that shit. Because the world has your fucking back. The world has your back. Go get it. I believe in you. See you next time. Thank you.